Welcome to Divorce Etc. hosted by us, the ex-experts. We're here to give you all kinds of information and tips on everything divorce. Plus, we're asking a lot of the questions that you may not even think of or know to ask, but we know because we've lived it, so we get it. We're Jessica and TH. Today, we'd like to welcome Helen Arcantu. I said it right. You got it. To our podcast to today. Um, she's the CEO of the YWCA of Northern New Jersey, and she's also a licensed social worker. So welcome to today's show. Thanks for Thank being you. here, Helen. Thank you. So Helen and I, as with all of our guests, we speak with them before we start our podcasts and ideas come out of those conversations. So as part of our conversation, we were talking about the concept or the thought or the stigma or whatever, or the habit that women in particular get into of thinking that nothing's okay. Like I shouldn't cry in public. I shouldn't cry in front of my kids. I can't spend the day in bed feeling sorry for myself. Um, I, I can't do this, that, and the other thing to heal myself. And Helen said to me, it's okay. I was like, oh my God, I've just seen the light. No one ever told me it was okay. Right. All the things that you're feeling, it's okay. Right. Why isn't it okay? So that's what we're going to dig into with Helen today. Well, and I, and I think that that's just, that's a stigma that women carry. And that that is the difference of, of going through a divorce um, or an ending of a marriage for a woman versus a man. I mean, we, we, there's, society has different expectations of us and, you know, women always need to have it all together or else we seem crazy. Right. I mean, if, if for some reason you're crying or yelling, a woman is totally labeled as just being, you know, hysterical Basket. or insane. But yeah. if a man is upset, you know, or, um, you know, uh, he's just expressing himself, you know, and he can, he can, quickly go back into this like normal state and, and, and the behavior was just kind of accepted. Whereas for us, we're labeled that it's something that we have to carry. So, I mean, the, the reality of it is it's a stigma and going through a divorce is, you know, some people have a mental health issue to begin with, but going through that level of trauma and the ending of a, of a, of a relationship and the grief and, and all that you have to, um, manage in terms of the emotional part of that process can create, you know, a mental health issue as well. Um, you know, whether it's a, a, a time specific one, or if it ends up being something that you carry with you from there, mm -hmm. you know, it depends. But at the end of the day, there's also so we have a double stigma as women, though, because not only are we dealing with that hysterical female label, you know, that's being put on us, but then the secondary label is that, you know, it's not okay to have mental health needs, and to seek support for them. So women really carry this double whammy, I think, um, that, you know, uh, follows us through a process like this, that, you know, men, men don't, I think men just deal with the mental health stigma, because that's just a stigma in our country as a whole that, you know, people seek service, but, um, you know, it's usually, you know, the, the, the hysterical woman's fault. What would you say, do you think, from the conversations that you have with women who are getting divorced, who are in that, that place? I mean, the, the, the stigma conversation is one we have to have around divorce, and it's a continuing conversation that TH and I have to have as part of ex-experts in general to be able to like get rid of that stigma around divorce and why women may feel it more than men. But when you're talking to women 
what part of the conversation of like, it's okay, or them feeling like, what do you think they mostly feel is not okay in terms of the way that they're feeling? I hope I'm articulating that correct. Like, is it that you feel like most, most women are saying, is it okay that I'm angry? Or is it okay that I'm feeling so sad? Or is it okay that I just want to like retreat and not see anybody and like alienate myself from all of my friends and family? Like which part of that do you feel like your women are experiencing the most? Well, look, I, I think that's the beauty of a platform like this is that women, you know, women don't always get to talk about these issues, right? And you, you only, if you are talking about them, it's possibly with just your very, very inner circle. And those people that you're talking to may or may not have had the experience. So, you know, you may be sharing something that they're not able to reflect back and empathize with from real life themselves. So I think that women need to hear it's okay. Women need to hear other women's, ex women's experience with divorce and, you know, with these life transitions and the challenges that come to it, whether you have children or don't have children or, you know, whatever your, your situation was when you were going through it, because that normalizes it and makes it okay. The same way that TH had that aha moment when I said, you know, it's okay, you know, whatever you go through. I mean, I was, you know, lucky in my own personal experience when I was going through, um, you know, my own divorce, um, I had a very close friend who um, is actually the person that, you know, connected TH and I, and she is a social worker herself. And, um, and I'm a social worker by training. And she actually had, you know, this moment with me where she said, you know, we tell people all the time that they need to get help because, you know, they are in a place that they need support and you, you're in that place and you need to get help. And, um, you know, fortunately, because, you know, I loved her and I trusted her and, you know, we had a long history and she had been through the experience herself also. Um, I was able to hear her. I resisted right. for a little bit, but eventually I was able to hear her and she was saying things that resonated with me. So that helped propel me to a place of healing and, you know, or actually propelled me to a place of um, getting on the path of healing. So I think that it had everything to do with someone else telling me, unfortunately, you've, you've been dealt this hand, but what you're experiencing now is a very normal reaction to it. Um, but if we want to get you to a different place than here, you know, this is the way to get there. <laughs> Um, and just, you know, being able to hear it. I just, it, it's just so interesting to me now looking back. And so this woman that Helen's referring to is my therapist who I totally adore and has helped me grow. And she's the one who told me when I was in a, a previous relationship, I walk in and I go, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Everybody loves this guy, super nice guy. What's wrong with me? She goes, there's nothing wrong with you. He's just not right for you. That concept like never crossed my mind. I got to fix this. I got to fix that. I got, it's not okay to not have this work out. Right. Yeah. And, and, and someone give me permission to walk away from it. And, and I what, definitely didn't feel like I had permission to walk away from my marriage because the message wasn't delivered properly. It was, he's doing this and he's doing that. It's not it's okay for you to walk out the door. 
It was more about bashing him. But that also goes, that also goes to the conversation of stigma around divorce that it wasn't okay for you to walk away from him because you had like, you know, a good looking, successful guy who on the surface to other people who weren't living with you behind closed doors could offer you whatever you needed financially, materially. Listen, a lot of people are focused on a lot of that stuff. So people are looking in through your window and they're like, she's got it all. And, and how could you leave that? And so let's just talk about that for a second. Like, why is there still such a stigma around divorce, Helen? And why do you think that it's affecting women so much more than men? Because I don't think a guy would... Not that a guy wouldn't think twice about walking away from his marriage, but I don't think that guys would look at another guy and be like, dude, you walked away from that. Whereas women would be like, really? You had to leave that? You couldn't make that work? Like, it's on us. But women carry guilt. I feel well, like I feel like men really are from Mars, but women are from Venus. Maybe, but that doesn't, but, just, but it's other people projecting that stigma right, but onto that, women yeah, that right. I'm asking about. But those are the social constructs. I mean, what you're, what you're describing are all these social constructs that women are, you know, we, that are, are kind of layered over us, right? So we talked about mental health support is one of them, but you know, someone, something that TH just said was another one is the fixer. Women are fixers. You know, we, who, who, who do our kids, I mean, you know, I'm a mom, you know, you're oh, right. Mom, who, who mom, do our, mom, who do mom, our kids mom. run to when something's imploding, you know, That's mommy right. fix this. Right. So, you know, we are, we are, um, you know, just by very nature of our gender considered to be fixers and, and helpers and caring and supportive. Right. And so, you know, when something goes wrong, the fixer is clearly the one that, you know, wasn't able to fix it. So, you know, we're, we're at fault there. So, I mean, I think, you know, you take all those social constructs of, you know, the, the hysterical, you know, female, which, you know, we started talking about, you know, you, you layer all of these on top of each other. That's why divorce, you know, is, is still difficult. And then there's also a whole nother, which may seem antiquated, but there is still something that is, is in people's mind is that, you know, women become tainted. You know, once you were with someone, you know, Let's you're carrying, you know, you're carrying, you're, you're that person's, you know, they, they've, they've, they've had you already, you know, and so, um, you know, can you reclaim your virginity, you know, and kind of reclaim, you know, your purity to be able to start over with somebody else and have someone else not, um, you know, look at you, you know, in that lens. Versus all guys, it's like, oh, they've had all these women and then you're like, they're manly. They have right, that's another notch in there. You're right, right, right. I mean, he's right a player. Is, she's a hoe. Right. So again, you know, women have <laughs> women are have like layers of of social constructs on us, and and you know, stereotypes and perceptions that we're battling. So this does become more challenging for us to navigate because. But I I think with the stigma thing too, like maybe this is just one of you know, like a I feel like especially when it comes to people who've been divorced more than once particularly with women, I, and maybe it's just me projecting it out there. I could be totally wrong, but I feel like a lot of the judgment and I'm using that word around that is like, she must be really difficult. She's gotten divorced twice. She must be a, a real bitch or like, she just must be such a difficult person What's to be wrong? able to get along with. That's right. Versus if a guy got divorced twice, I think it's still kind of like, God, who was he married to that made it so difficult that this seemingly great guy had to get divorced twice. Like, I think that that also goes to all of it, that it's like somehow it's her fault. 
it's a different standard. But I mean, we see this. We see this as women in business. We see this with women leaders. So why wouldn't we see this with women, you know, in a marriage role? I mean, women are held to a different standard. The expectation. We know this. If you if you take a, you know, I'm 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 a, I'm a female CEO. If you take my action as a female CEO and a male's action as a female as, as a male CEO, and we do the same thing, it will be interpreted differently just by very nature of our gender. I may I may likely be seen as a bitch you know, for taking a strong stance on something where, you know, he would be seen as assertive, right? So it's really no different. If a woman stands up for herself in a marriage and says, you know what, this isn't working for me. And, you know, I'm, you know, not tolerating this behavior anymore. And I'm moving on. They're seen as a bitch and difficult when the reality of it is they're just, you know, having self-worth, <laughs> you know, they're being self-protective and possibly protective of other family members if there's children, you know, involved. But that's not the lens that it's seen through. They're seen through that, you know, that woman in particular probably would be seen as abandoning, you know, her marriage and not giving it, you know, enough. Um, but again, it's, it's, the, it's just, it's, it's the, um, the gender stereotypes that exist and all the social constructs around, you know, uh, women that, you know, we're fighting when you're, you know, going through this experience and not only the experience itself. Right. I also think though that I can't just blame men and male versus female because females also contribute to this guilt. There is There are more women gossiping about what she did and didn't do and why he actually left than the men. I feel like the men are like, whatever, but the women are stirring the yes. pot so much. It would be nice if women were actually supporting them instead of stirring the pot. I'm not saying all women do either one of those things, but I know for me, it was a scandal in my town. That does happen more in suburbia though, I think. Right. Like, I don't feel like I experienced that in- right. You get lost in the city, but if you had a group of friends who you normally both right. hung out with wherever, you know, whatever. Um, for me, it was a scandal, but I didn't look at it that way. I was like, I'm free. Right. But I had people who I didn't even really know. They're like, you are handling this like a lady. You know, you're coming out of your house, you're with your kids. And I'm thinking, why wouldn't I come out of my house? Should I not be coming out of my house? Right. But, you know, I would, out I would. Of my house. You know, so I think that women also play a part in reinforcing the negative you know, well, the stereotypes around this. Our stereotypes are our stereotypes. That's not to say a gender stereotype is only um, created by men. I mean, yeah. a gender women reinforce True. them as well. But quite frankly, women reinforce them because, again, that's what we're raised. I mean, we have to be raising the next generation of women to be making sure that they are not buying into any of the BS around the stereotypes. And yeah. so not only for themselves, but for other women around them, right? Yeah. You know, we have to change the narrative so that women are supportive of women and creating platforms like this and creating relationships and, and places like the YWCA of Northern New Jersey, you know, opportunities for women to be able to stand up and support women and not feel like one of us has to knock the other one down, you know, to be able to feel better about ourselves. Right, so much stronger together than, yeah. than feeling threatened by one another. I mean, can do so much more together, which is, I mean, through ex-experts, all the women that we meet, it's just, it's a trickle effect, it's just effect. It's just, it's really fantastic to see all these women. Yes, we wanna be a part of it. That was easy, right. that was great. 
you know, and we just feed off each other and, and become more engaged and more powerful and more impactful, like you said, to change the narrative. This is the time. It's enough. It's, it's just enough. Yeah. So. So, well, that's a perfect place to end for today. I mean, again, always so much more conversation to be had, but that was like such great information and your perspective, Helen, is amazing. So thank you so much for sharing that with us and everyone at the ex in the ex-experts community. And for people who want to reach out to you directly, what are the best ways for them to find you? Um, they can find me by going to the YWCA of Northern New Jersey's website, which is ywcanj.org. There's a page that says contacts at the top of the website. Click that and my email address is right there and you can reach out. Um, just so you know, Helen has created a tremendous resource through the YWCA and has expanded to cover Northern New Jersey. She and I had crossed paths many years ago. She doesn't even remember it, but I do because she started a women's empowerment group and then they have resources for um, sexual violence and domestic violence and equality. And then, and then, you know, if you're going through a divorce and you need a job, she's got all those resources to help you get your stuff together, move forward, learn something new, find a community. So hats off to you, Helen, because she has done this and as CEO continues to grow this amazing um, resource for really for women in particular. So well, please go and visit yes. it. We need to lift each other up for sure. And um, you know, it's great that there are communities like yours and ours to be able to do that and that we all you know, work together because you know, we do have to create a safety net to be able to catch us all. You know, we all have a down moment. We just need yep. to, we just need that net to help us bounce back up. So true, so true. Thank you so much, Helen. We will definitely be talking to you again soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Divorce Etc. with the X-Experts. We really hope this episode was helpful for you in getting information you need and feeling empowered to get through it. And always remember there are so many of us just like you. Now, please hit the subscribe button so you always get new episodes and please rate and review us. You can also check out our website filled with free resources at xexperts.com. Follow us on social on Instagram and Facebook and send us an email to let us know your thoughts or any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about. See you next time.